You're listening to the Marnie on the Move podcast live from the UFOS Recovery Lounge pop-up at Ironman World Championships in St. George, Utah. I always do my races with a big smile, with a lot of pleasure. I, of course, it's not easy the, all the time, but uh, as long as you, you smile and you're happy to be here, the, the race will be good for you. I mean, you will feel better than if you're like, oh no, I'm not good enough on the bike. And, and don't forget that the, the triathlon is not only a swim or a bike or a run, it's really a swim, bike, run. So it doesn't serve to, to push really, really, really hard on the bike and then be totally explode on the, on the run because it can last uh, yeah, a few hours. That, that's what I, I try to, to learn still now, to, to be patient, <laughs> because I'm not the, the better in the water. And then it's hard, you know, when you, are, you see all the, the women who are far away from you and you're like, oh, I have to catch them. But you have to be patient to not want to, to catch them in two kilometers. Really, it's uh, it's not the end till it's it's not the end. <laughs> in fact, there's still a hope to um, to finish in a good position. That was Joanna Rita. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative movers and shakers to join me on the show and share their story. You will discover and hear from thought leaders, experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs from the worlds of wellness, sports, beauty, fitness, fashion, and more. Marnie on the Move will feature an eclectic mix of people I know, work with, and think are generally doing cool things. On each episode, I sync up with my guests about life, career, and training and showcase their expertise and story. Welcome and welcome back to the Marnie on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Marnie Salop. Today, I sync up with world famous Swiss professional triathlete, Joanna Rita, live from the UFOS Recovery Lounge pop-up in St. George, Utah. With four top five Ironman finishes last year, and hot off the heels of third place at Texas Ironman just nearly two weeks ago. This is Joanna's first Ironman World Championship here in St. George. We caught up a few days before the race to talk about how she got her start in triathlon, what she was doing in her career before turning pro, the race that helped her decide, and what she loves about the sport. Plus, Joanna shares some top secret tips on how she trains for hot and humid weather conditions. And I get the inside scoop on Joanna's nutrition strategy for race day, her pre-race taper activities, and what she was looking forward to in St. George on the Ironman World Championships race course. Fun facts. Joanna came in 17th place with a time of 9.51.49. She won the fastest transition time, and she was also one of the youngest pros on the start line. Before we dive in, big thanks to our partners at Ufos and Inside Tracker, but more about them later. Now, on to my conversation with Joanna. Thank you so much for popping by, Joanna. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. When did you get here to Utah? So, in fact, I did Ironman Texas last week. So I flew to um, here, St. George, uh, like on Tuesday, I think, like last Tuesday. Yeah. Awesome. So you have been 
acclimating to the time change and the weather and all of that. Yeah, exactly. Full long that way. <laughs> and you, this isn't your, I mean, you compete in the U.S. often, right? So how, you were at, were you at Lake Placid as well? Yeah, exactly. Last year, Lake Placid. Um, this year, yeah, Texas. You came Sanders. in third place. Yes, exactly. There was Lisa Norden and Ida Jackson. And uh, yeah, it was incredible. And in fact, I love to, to race in the United States because the supporter, the volunteers, all the people are so nice and you can really feel the, this energy on the, on the run course mostly. So yeah, I love to, to come to the United States and race here. And how did you get into triathlon? When did you start? Yeah, well, in fact, I began with the mountain bike races. Um, and then, you know, I was running sometimes when it was too cold outside in Switzerland to get out with my mountain bike. And I began to, to do some running races too. And I liked that. And a guy told me, yeah, well, you cannot do both sports. I mean, if you want to perform, you have to choose one. Uh. And I was like, no, I can do both. <laughs> so <laughs> let's do some races of duathlon races. But in Switzerland, there was not a lot of uh, duathlon races. So um, I found championship of triathlon sprint distance in my area where I lived. And I thought, oh, yeah, that could be cool to, to participate in that. And, uh, but I had never took any swim lessons so at the beginning, it was only 500 meters of swimming, like sprint distance. And it was horrible for me. I was always the last one out of the water. And then I tried to catch up the, the other girls with my bike and the running. And it's amazing because, I mean, in, in 2018, you're the Ironman world champion age grouper from 18 to 24. So on that day, when you were struggling with the swim, did you ever think that you would become a world champion in your age group? No, never, for sure not. <laughs> yeah, in fact, I, I moved to, to Valais, where the area where I, I live now, and I met some people from uh, Triathlon Club Valais. And then they told me, yeah, we go, that was in 2016, they told me we go to do a half Ironman in Vichy, in France. Oh my Come God, I just like, I want to go there now. Vichy. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful city in France. Yeah. And I thought, well, maybe I, I'm not sure I can swim like uh, so long. I mean, half Ironman, but for me, it was really a long distance. And I thought... Yeah, why not? So I joined them for my first half Ironman. I was in Asia during the whole year, so I had no possibility to train very well. For It was for an internship. But I was on the start line Vichy. I was fourth in my age group category. And then three weeks later, we said, oh, we are qualified for, you know, those uh, club uh, triathlon yes. club championship. That's what the European club championship in Pula, in Croatia. Okay. So we said with all my club, Croatia. okay, let's go to Croatia. <laughs> yeah, that was beautiful, but it yeah. was raining the whole race. <laughs> it was really hard. But then we went there and... Also fourth in my age group category. And I thought, ah, oh, yeah, maybe I like this distance. distance. <laughs> and then a few months later in 2017, I met my coach, Denis Terrapon, who is still my, my coach now. And he said, okay, let's train seriously now. And wow. uh, yeah, my what, did, was, uh, 
what was the big difference between, you know, just racing and training and then training seriously? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was a, a student at this time, so I had not a lot of time to train, but still he just teach me how to train well because I was just doing like, uh, depending of the weather, you know, if it's sunny, I go for with my bike. If it's raining, I go running. Oh my God, <laughs> I, I that's never what swim I do. Because I didn't like to swim. So uh, <laughs> maybe one, one time per week, I was at the pool like for 1K. <laughs> that's <laughs> totally like that. <laughs> that's totally me. Oh my God. <laughs> and then, yeah, in 2017, I qualified in my age group category for the half Ironman Championship. It was in Chattanooga. And uh, I had a terrible, race I was uh, yeah not that not a good day for me but then in 2018 I did my first Ironman Ironman Switzerland in Zurich and then won in my age group category and directly qualified for for Hawaii and that's when the coach said okay take a pro license now <laughs> yeah I was gonna say when did you make that decision because it sounds like you're in college you're in university and yeah So now, what were you studying? Like, were you going to do something else before you decided to be yes, a pro triathlete? Sure. So I studied tourism management first at the bachelor degrees. Then I did a master degrees for the uh, event management, sport event management. And that was my first year as a professional. I did my university master degrees and I had a job 50% because I had to, you know, to yeah. pay the yeah. bills and the, the travel. Because triathlon's not the NFL. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that was my first year as a rookie professional. So I had a lot of things next to that professional triathlon career. And then, yeah, there was the COVID. Yeah. So only one race. I was I had did a half Ironman in Italian. And um, then I changed my job. I took uh, one um, full-time, I was full-time event manager for all the triathlon events in Switzerland. Oh, cool. And uh, for the Swiss Triathlon Federation. That was great. I mean, it was with my studies in sport management, tourism management. So that, that was great, a great experience, but it was too much with the triathlon stuff. Training, because yeah. how many hours a week were you training now? Uh, yeah, I think from for the whole year, between 25 hours around. So sometimes you are more like 30 hours per right. week and sometimes more like 20 hours. So. <laughs> yeah. And how do you, what do you do for nutrition when you're training and racing? Like, yeah. Yeah. So during, I, I don't have a special nutrition, like allergies and things like that. I That's eat a good. bit of all, but try to eat healthy. Yeah. I mean, I try, I eat healthy and uh, <laughs> during the sport. Yeah. It's, I have a special nutrition for the races and I, it works. I think so. I use Oh, um, always the same nutrition. What do you do course. on the race course? What do you use? So during the race course, I, I use the cliff blocks. You know, I love them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So every 15 minutes, I take a cliff block. Every 15 minutes. Yes. Okay. Otherwise, I've got like uh, iso, like the drinks, something like. Yeah, it's uh, my sponsor. Sponsor foods. Which, uh, what's it called? Uh, sponsor foods. Sponsor foods. Yeah, it's cool. a brand um, Swiss brand. Uh, Rudy Wild, uh, which is a Swiss uh, triathlete, really strong, is the manager of the, um, uh, this brand. And uh, yeah, I use that. And otherwise, the, the gels. Too, the gels foods, also. Yeah. So you don't eat any bars or any? No, 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 no. All your nutrition is in your water. And then... Exactly, gels and cliff blocks and yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So what have you been doing since you, since you got here to St. George in terms of training and then in terms of relaxing? Yeah, more, a lot of relax. I mean, I did an Ironman last week. So, yeah, so you have to taper. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. Last week, it was really uh, taper time, like uh, 
really smooth, soft training and uh, short training too. Lots of um, relaxed cryotherapy too. Massage. Oh, really? Yeah. You do cryotherapy? Yeah. Once or twice it was good. And I did cryotherapy in the lake too because it's That's really, really cold. No, no. <laughs> and uh, I had two massage and uh, I went to the chiropractor too. Yeah. Uh, one in St. George, he was great. And um, yes, otherwise this week a bit more like um, bike course uh, recognition, also the run course, but not all in uh, in one day. I mean, some yeah, one day a piece of the bike course, the other day another piece, and yeah. So what are like what is your favorite part of the course so far? Like, what are you really looking forward to seeing that's going to get you excited during the race on race day? Yeah, I mean, the old bike cross is beautiful. You you see at any turn, you're like, wow, it's beautiful. The landscapes, the desert. I'm not used to see that kind of landscapes. In fact, in Switzerland, it's more like mountains, a lot of green, and it's not the desert. So yeah. uh, that, that changes, and that is beautiful. So I'm looking forward to to see those landscapes and I'm sure that if I be bad during the race like oh my god it hurts so much I will see the landscape and, st- and think how lucky I am to be here and then it will be better I'm sure <laughs> all right hope you are enjoying this conversation just jumping in here to give a shout out to today's sponsors inside tracker as you know I like to be on the inside track when it comes to my health I am a huge advocate of preventative healthcare, food as medicine, and optimizing my nutrition whenever I can, which is why Inside Tracker is my go-to when it comes to personalized nutrition based upon blood biomarker analysis and DNA. Inside Tracker is the ultra-personalized nutrition platform that analyzes your blood, DNA, and lifestyle to help you optimize your body from the inside out. It transforms your body's data into meaningful insights and a customized action plan of the science-backed nutrition recommendations you need to optimize your health. Get 20% off today at insidetracker.com slash Marnie on the move. I feel like that a lot about, you know, triathlon and endurance sports. I really, what I think, you know, one of the things I love the most about this sport is that you get to see places that maybe you normally wouldn't go to. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, I've never been here before in St. George and it's so beautiful and I can't wait to get out on the bike later this week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's amazing. And what about the swim? How do you feel about that? Yeah. What's your plan? Yeah. The first time I was uh, in the lake, it was with uh, my friends, Arno Guillaume and Sam Ledlow. Uh, We are living together in the same house. And uh, it was late in the evening because we just arrived in St. George, in fact. And it was so cold and I wasn't prepared for that cold, in fact, because it's so hot outside that you cannot imagine that the lake would be so cold. (laughs) So I was a bit like surprised and not so comfortable in the water. But then I went a few times in the lake and now I think I'm, I'm good. Yeah. The, in fact, I'm used to because in Switzerland, the lakes are not super hot. So I was going to say, uh, yeah, yeah. they're <laughs> so cold. I should be yeah. used to, but, <laughs> you know, next to Texas uh, last week, the, the, it was um, 
the pro was uh, without the swim the wetsuit oh wow uh, the age grouper it was loads but not for the professionals so it was like a bit a uh, kind of contrast what was that them. course like oh it was great it was more like my kind of bike course because it was flat and i prefer yeah. when it's flat <laughs> uh-huh. but uh, yeah it was uh, it was great too the marathon was super hard because it was it was hot and humid and yeah once again i'm not used to that kind of humidity in switzerland it's more uh, yeah dry dry hot so where do you train in switzerland to get used to this kind of to to get used to this kind of climate or do you do you go to spain do you go to france do you move around in terms of your training yeah i was during the winter like uh, around one month uh, two times, two times, two weeks. In fact, in uh, on the uh, Canary Islands. Okay. So, um, but it was not super hot. But it was more just to get a bit of sun and um, ride my bike outside. And then, yeah, it was more in Switzerland where I did a lot of indoor sessions yeah. with with some clothes or things yeah. like that, just to get used to to be hot. Oh, that's a training. good idea. Like put on a lot of layers and then yeah. just like ride on your yeah, on your trainer exactly. inside. And for the yeah, for the funny things, when I w- was preparing Kona in 2018, my coach said, okay, it's really hot, really humid there, so you have to be well prepared, so let's do a special indoor session. So I was in the bathroom of my coach <laughs> with my <laughs> home trainer and my bike, like was riding my bike for a few hours and there was uh, the bath, you know, yeah. with the hot water and just to be kind of, yeah. To do this kind of humidity we can have uh, in Hawaii. The things that we do as triathletes are incredible. Like yeah. <laughs> before I was a triathlete, I would have never imagined going to a porta potty anywhere on the planet. And now I see them and I'm like, no problem. Or like, you know, just being able to like, you know, if something doesn't work, like to put it back together, to fix it, to make it work, to flow through any weird challenge. Like yeah, exactly. it's a crazy thing that you get from triathlon. Like, did you ever think in a million years you'd be riding your bike in a bathroom? Yeah, no, never. <laughs> Thanks coach. <laughs> it's a good idea though, for all my age groupers yeah. listening to the podcast. You're right. Or, you know, if my anyone wants to put their Peloton in the bathroom, it's extra calories. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> and so now, how are you planning? Is this your last race for a few weeks? Or, you know, how are you planning to recover after this race in terms of both relaxing and healing and recovering and then in terms of like active recovery? Yeah, sure. So next week I will maybe travel a bit visiting like the canyon and a big oh, park nice. and just yeah. enjoying the this place because i've never been so yeah and then i will see after the race maybe i will go to brazil to do the ironman on the 90 uh, 29th of may but okay. it's really soon so i will just check my body ask my body how do you feel okay maybe we'll go because my head of course say, yeah. yeah let's do another <laughs> third ironman in five weeks <laughs> and uh, if I don't go to Brazil I will do another Ironman before Kona because I'm also qualified for Kona ah. and um, so beginning of the summer or end of summer I don't know yet and then maybe on the, um, a six one Ironman I mean I, w- I will do between five and six Ironman this year that's how many you usually do in a year or more um, no I mean uh, last year I did uh, uh, four Ironman and two half Ironman and this year we'll only do Ironman. Um, do you love that distance? Is yes, that... I prefer. Yeah. In fact, I'm not super fast, so 
it's also better for me to I can perform better on Ironman than half Ironman. Interesting. The, the girls yeah. are too fast for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think when you put the racing in that perspective as a professional athlete or someone in an age group or trying to really PR, you have to be fast at each distance. For me, I like the 70.3, but I'm a kind of middle of the pack, back of the pack <laughs> athlete, and I enjoy it. But I recognize that if I wanted to be competitive, I'd have to yeah, <laughs> really take my training to a new level. <laughs> but we were just in, in Hawaii on the Big Island, and I got we went out on the Queen K to ride. <laughs> we tried to get to Havi, but oh, yeah. we got spooked with the wind oh. so yeah but it's beautiful so what do you do you like about that course yeah it's beautiful for sure it's like a yeah kind of dream you know it's there's a lot of history in Kona the Ironman world championship so yeah that's it's something special when you go there and now when you're not racing and training what do you like to do well in fact I never stop I never do like a stop block uh, like recover for one month during winter I always train of course sometimes much more than other um, part of the year I mean if I do three Ironman in five weeks I will of course during the month of June recover and stay but uh, otherwise yeah I We'll try to see my family and friends more Are they often. in Switzerland? Yes. Okay. But I still, I don't see them quite often. Not, not enough. So we, yes, we'll, I will take time for, for them. And fact. you, you love to travel. I can, yes. I can see that. Yes, yeah. really. As you said, you, you meet wonderful people, wonderful places. And it's, uh, yeah, we are so lucky to do this job. I mean, it's the, the dream job. Of course, you you are never really in holidays because you always have to take care of your body and to train and to be careful with the nutrition and all that things. And, um, but otherwise, yeah, it's like you are, in, in fact, in holidays all the year because, uh, yeah. <laughs> so who are some of your sponsors that you work with? Because I know that's a really important part of being an athlete is having the right sponsors that really work for you as an athlete. Yeah, exactly. So in fact, my sponsors are from Switzerland. Uh, I have three main sponsors who are with me for three years now, and I'm super grateful to have them with me because they trust in me at, from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Air Communication from Neuchâtel, uh, Vitogaz from Neuchâtel too. They are the city where I'm, I'm born. Okay. And um, Pitlou Group, which is an enterprise where I live now. And they are three like incredible with me, like saying, yeah, we trust in you and um, supporting me from the beginning. And otherwise, for the material, I don't have a lot of uh, sponsor. In fact, yeah, some a few pieces for the bike, like SLF Motion for the the shape, or B uh, saddle for the saddle. I, I know they are in Saint George. <laughs> so, um, what kind of bike do you have? I have a Cube. Oh, those bikes look amazing. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and Aerium uh, with no disc brake. I'm still with the the regular rim. Yeah, exactly. Brakes. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, it's my uh, fourth year with this cube. So that's great. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Have you tried UFOS? I know we're here in the UFOS recovery studio. Yeah, never. In, oh, you have to try them. They're uh, yeah, going to change we, your life. I live uh, yeah. in them. Yeah. Okay. In terms of nutrition, do you do any like analysis of your blood biomarkers? Are you doing all that kind of stuff as well or? No, never. Not yet. Uh, I would like, <laughs> I love how the Norwegian train, you know, how they analyze all they do. And I think that 
that's super interesting but uh, yeah I don't have this level of uh, knowledge maybe my coach he he yeah. loves that kind He's of into things the data. too so yeah I have a core you know the thing for the body temperature oh I want to so, get that yeah, yeah that looks really cool so, how does it work in fact it just you 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 wear it during your training next to your heart monitor and then it gives you some data and you can regulate your pace regarding how your body temperature increase yeah and I think yeah for the moment we are just looking at the data but I think I will use it for Kona yeah maybe for the marathon it gets yeah. hot exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to be sure that not, uh, not to begin the marathon too fast and uh, yeah, yeah just I think that the little chomp things when we were talking about the cliff mm-hmm. things they are good when it gets hot right but Everything else, you have to like reevaluate your nutrition when, when it gets like super hot. Yeah, exactly. The sodium and all yeah. these kind of things, it's really important. To, uh, yeah. What kind of advice would you offer to an age grouper, a lesson you learned as a pro that you didn't know as an age grouper that was, that you find super valuable now? Yeah, sure. In, in fact, I think uh, I always do my races with a big smile, with a lot of pleasure. I, I'm, of course, it's not easy the, all the time, but uh, the as long as you, you smile and you're happy to be here, the, the race will be good for you. I mean, you will feel better than if you're like, oh, no, I'm not good enough on the bike and... And don't forget that the the triathlon is not only a swim or a bike or a run, it's really swim, bike, run. So it doesn't serve to, to push really, really, really hard on the bike and then be totally explode on the on the run yeah. because it can last uh, yeah, a few hours. So um, that, that's what I, I try to, to learn still now, yeah. to, to be patient. <laughs> that's <laughs> because, a good uh, one. Yeah. Like patient because, with yourself. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm not the, the better in the water. And then it's hard, you know, when you, are, you see all the, the women who are far away from you and you're like, oh, I have to catch them. Yeah. But you have to be patient to not want to, to catch them in two kilometers really it's uh, it's not the end till it's it's not the end <laughs> in yeah. fact it is still a hope to um, to finish in a good position and yeah if, if you search the the performance otherwise yeah just manage to do um to do to manage your nutrition uh, especially during the bike if you want to have enough energy on the marathon because yeah. if you don't take enough um, sugar, salt uh, on on the bike. Then you can you can still feel good on the bike, but then when you begin to run, it could be really hard. When yeah. it's uh, also at the I don't know thirty five kilometers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that that's something that's really important to think about, especially when you're doing triathlon, because once you're running, it's a lot harder to digest a lot of the nutrition. So you've got to kind of get it in on the bike. But when you're on the bike, you're like, I feel great. I don't need yeah. to eat. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. And then it's too late. So. Yeah. Well, this has been so awesome. I am so excited for you. Thank you. I want you to have the best time on the race. Oh, I will. And, Thank um, you. <laughs> I've stopped saying good luck because it's not about luck. Ah, you're it's 